What is up? Next episode will be better. Listeners, welcome back to another podcast. I'm Brian Beard, your host, and followed by my co-host sitting right next to me is Cullen Jesus Kruger. Cullen, how are you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? Um, after that absolutely <laughs> shitty fucking Vikings game, I've been better, but I've come to expect it. So build up those walls so they can't hurt you, man. That's pretty much how I've lived my life now. Yeah, don't get too invested. That's what I've I've learned that for sure. It's easier when they, you know, when they piss down their leg at this point, as opposed to in the playoffs where they give me a false sense of Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'm glad that it's over with. I guarantee you, do you want to know what my call would be? If they would have figured out how to win this game, like, I just have an inkling that they would have figured out how. Somehow, yeah, somehow. Like, oh, oh, there, here it is. That's Let's brutal. Like, brutal. Then we lose and tear my heart out. So it's what they always do. So I'm kind of happy it happened sooner. And it happened in the way it did today because it just kind of cemented the fact that, yeah, it just is. 100%. So, yeah. Not to dive down the sports pod rabbit hole, but, yeah, that uh, put a sour taste in my mouth. So that was kind of a shitty way to <laughs> Indeed. deal with my Sunday. But. Indeed. So going from there, we are happily going to not talk about sports today. Thank God. About, um, music and do our year-end music podcast, which I think we're both excited about. And talking to you on our brand new microphone so if you can hear us a little clearer which i think hopefully that's the case that's, that's the plan anyway so i'm hoping that it's crisper it sounds nice you can hear both of our beautiful luscious voices even better um, but yeah so we're gonna go in depth with you know uh our albums of the year whether it be just our own personal favorites or actual what we deem would be the album of the year some hidden gem albums that we thought didn't get enough notoriety and then I think a fun thing for us to do that we uh, kind of decided on was uh, Spotify d- does the year-end rap thing. So I thought going through both, that for both of us kind of shows you guys more in-depth what our musical personalities. I mean, you hear it from podcast to podcast for the music ones, what it actually is. But I think having a little more of a description on what we're constantly listening to might be kind of fun for people. So we'll go through you know, our 100-song list, and then we'll talk uh, more in-depth about the actual 2018 Spotify rap that they do for both of us. So those are all things to look forward to here on the pod. But first, before we go into any of that, let's just do what we always do and just talk about, you know, the week in music really quick before we dive into all that fun stuff. And I know for me, I had two highlights that I wanted to discuss, and we can go from, um, you know, album to album if you have more, Colin, but... um, and this one wasn't even an album. It was just um, a single drop that I know me and you had referenced uh, middle of the week because I asked I asked you if you had listened to it. But uh, Post Malone dropped uh, a single called Wow, which, um, as Owen Wilson would say, wow. Indeed he would. But, yeah, it's um, – so I've listened to it quite a bit now. And for those of you I'm a, that don't know, I am a shameless Post Malone fan. Uh, do not care if I'm judged love the dude to death <laughs> i understand the hatred but uh fuck y'all <laughs> so um yeah but i i think it's honestly one of the better songs he put out me personally his last album i thought it was good not great um it wasn't as good as um, a lot of commercial but, uh, commercial success yeah for sure a yeah. lot yeah i mean definitely um and i mean there were some names on that album too i mean it's obvious that he's growing in popularity um indeed turn into a pop star um, I know I liked it. I know you referenced what you thought about it. What did, what did you think about the song? Yeah, I liked it. I think that I have two problems with it, which don't take away from how good it is. I think it, one needs to be longer. I definitely agree. Two and, a half, two and a half is not long enough. And also, I would like a feature in there, whether it be someone like ASAP Rocky or maybe even Drake. I don't know. He's big enough to do whatever he wants. I just think that another person would have helped him out and would have definitely changed it even more. And this was my call, which you kind of disagreed with, just based on, you know, he really, it's kind of an odd time to be dropping. He hasn't really referenced that he's, you know, working on music. I know yeah. he said he's wanted to. Um, but I just, this song has just, with how short it is, it's like almost like an open door of like leaving an option for that. Because I feel like if you threw it like a minute, you know minute to 30 second feature on this it would be just about pretty damn perfect yeah um so yeah i agree but i think the door is open for that and it just makes me think like you know you never know with you know hip-hop artists what the hell they're really doing sometimes they'll just randomly drop a single because they're fucking around they just don't give a shit yeah so 
it could be that, but like I don't know, just in my gut, it's telling me that he might, especially because he's on the festival circuit this year a lot. Yeah. It's making, and granted, you know, obviously he put out the last album, but it just makes me think he might even, even if it's like a small EP where he comes out with like a string of three or four or something like that, I just see that on the horizon. I don't know why. I but think that my response to that is think about when Rockstar came out and how long it took to get to that album. So yeah, that's, that's kind of my thought process is that he can really do whatever he wants and then I'll just chuck it on an album. Just like Hotline. Hotline Bling came out a very long time yeah. prior to when uh, Views came out. No, so kind of just varies on what they're thinking. But I think it's more or less just kind of like throw your name in the fire so you're kind of boosting your Grammy nods. Yeah. Yep. I don't disagree. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to talk about overlooking to make sure I'm not missing anything. Um, the Racketeers actually came out with music. Uh, I don't know if you listened to it. Or if you no, I know who they are. I didn't listen to it. I mean, for those of you that don't know, that is Jack White's other other band. Yeah, he's got multiples. Um, and they're good. Their big uh, claim to fame hit uh, would be "Steady as She Goes." If yeah. Anyone knows that song? Uh, Which is on like every NFL channel for pretty much yeah. years. It, but um, yeah, very. Very Jack White guitar esque. I mean, you could yeah, I could believe it. Sound. Um, just pretty, pretty modern rockish. So um, they're a nice listen. They have two songs that that came out this week that they dropped. It's called Sunday Driver and uh, Now That You're Gone. And I can never tell what the hell Jack White's thinking or what he's doing. He does whatever he wants, it's man. So random as hell. Um, but yeah, he's a genius. So pretty much whatever he does, I'm fully behind. So both those songs, I liked uh, Sunday Driver a lot um, more so than Not That You're Gone, but uh, for what it's worth so check those out too if you like jack white you will love those songs um and then yeah i don't really have anything else that you know like stuck out to me and hit me in the forehead on here i mean there's names i'm familiar with Is there 21 savage I, yeah oh, 21, I, savage. 21 savage i actually even forgot about that but yeah we can talk about it um yeah i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna throw shit or like wow i just fucked that up i'm not gonna foreshadow too hard but uh this album will be talked about later in the day because this album is fantastic and yeah it's really good like really 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 good so there's uh they're not gonna show the names of who's in the album but no, there's Jake Cole, there's Travis Scott, there's who else is there? There's Offset, there's Childish Gambino's on a song. He raps his ass off on one song, and then yeah, there's yeah, dude, and it's it's I dismissed it based on name, and that's the thing is that like that's the best. I think that's my favorite thing when artists do now. You can have a surprise release, and I like that. I'll love it even more if you don't put the features in. Because then that shows the people listening. I'm not taking away from you, just no. I, I for the agree. general masses. I agree. I will say for you know, I will say it does hurt you though, because like then when you're talking about people like me, who yeah, I get that. Savage in the first place. Post Malone song on there is pretty good as well. Yeah, yeah. all my friends, pretty good song. But you take stuff like that and you don't put your features on. I see what you're saying, and I yeah agree. Yeah. Also, then you're not going to draw me in because if I'm clicking on Twenty One Savage's album, I ain't listening to that shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's understandable. I names I know because I already don't really care for Twenty One Savage. For I think after this album, songs of his I'll listen to. But after this album, the more people will be caring about him. That's right. I feel You're pretty confident. Feel I pretty will, confident in that. I will pop him in at the gym and see if I agree uh, for next week's. So, all right, that pretty. You got anything else? Not that I'm thinking of. No, uh. Uh-uh. Um, there's names on here, but I mean, it's all stuff that I would dismiss and don't really care about so yeah i think that does it for the week in music and i mean by this time the next pod we'll be talking about it will be the first of the year in the 2019 man those are the albums that you completely forget about in the longer scheme yeah. of things like yeah. the things like the black panthers movie soundtrack album came out this year yeah and that felt like that was like two years ago yeah. i know it does seem crazy how that works you know, transitioning into what we're talking about next, where I was thinking about, you know, best albums or my favorite albums, or I mean, you really have to rack your brain. For yeah, what, pretty much. What been out, um, what you I'm like. glad that I made a playlist because I can go through and look at every single album that I liked, and then I can yeah. pick this out easily. Yeah. Well, 
we'll let you go first. Or let's just do let's do do it this way. Let's pick your person. There there doesn't need to be a degree of like good or bad. It could be your own personal favorite album. Yeah. You know that you personally like that. You know for your own. It can be for your own reasons. I mean, whether it's your you're saying my number one of the year. Yeah, your favorite. Yeah. Let's start with that because I think that's a good you know jumping off point for what what we're gonna be talking about. For sure. Do you know your? I know exactly who my number one is. My number one album this year is Daytona by Pusha T. And reasons being, he fucked around and dropped like an interlude album, I guess you'd call it, like two years ago. Left people on the ropes and was, you know, expecting King Push. It's like his absolute best art piece. It's going to be everything you expected more. Says he drops it completely. Goes to fucking Wyoming. Kanye West goes to Amoeba in California. Rents the place out. Buys like 3,000 fucking vinyls. And just creates and produces the most gorgeous music I've heard all year. It's a short album. It's a part of the whole like Wyoming album thing with good music where it was him, Kanye West, Kid C Ghost album, which is Kanye West and Kid Cudi. And then obviously the Nas album, Tiana Taylor album. And it's just vintage Kanye. And it makes me, it just, I love every bit of it. And the best part about this album to listen to all seven songs, which qualifies as an album this this album was nominated for rap album of the year this album is 22 minutes long yeah, yeah. 22 minutes that's it there's no filler there's no Sorry. bullshit there's no nothing it's everyone showing up doing their best and he holds his own it's it's just fantastic i think overall his album in my opinion is my favorite of the year i've seen certain people pick in terms of rap albums i it's a pretty popular pick mm-hmm. i'd say especially because it's nominated for a grammy um, another popular pick might be Astroworld because it's done so well on the radio yeah, and yeah, stuff like that. But no, it's it's not. I mean, I I list it highly, but no, it's it's Daytona. I have no doubt in my mind. Nothing has once questioned me this year. Maybe one album, but that's about it. Okay. So. So that's your personal favorite. I it would is. say, and it's pretty obvious. I mean, I have it up on the screen. It's my favorite band uh, for those of you, because I will say I've done a pretty good job not polluting and saturating this pod with my own personal favorite yeah. band. Um, my favorite band for those of you that don't know is 21 Pilots. Um, I So I was a diehard Linkin Park fan for a very, very long time. I've always been a sucker for um, like a rock, rock hip hop type of group that kind of sticks with uh, it that is capable of like doing a lot of different sounds and noise you know i've always been fan like a fan of rage against the machine beastie boys um all those bands to me are just like i don't it's just it's my sound it's what i like and um so 21 pilots it just makes so much sense for you know after um chester left um the lead singer lincoln park you know last year with um his death over the last calendar year two years um I, I always knew that Lincoln Park would be my favorite, but um, they kind of, I saw them live at Firefly and they were already like way up there on my list. And then when I saw them live, they were, I mean, just honestly the biggest spectacle show I have ever seen. Um, one of the most incredible entertaining things I have ever seen live in person at a music show. It's what I feel like all music should be when you're seeing it live. It should be something you've never seen before. It should be something that's special to you. Should be, every time you go see your own personal favorite band, you want them to be like doing these things that separate them from the rest of the people and make you be like, that's my band. That's like the band that I enjoy. That's why I go and see them. And that's something that they always give every single fan that experience every time you go. And on top of being great musicians, they also give that to you, which I think is something really special. Um, But yeah, so 21 pilots released their album this year and it was called trench. Um, absolutely fantastic album i'm probably gonna be a little biased but um when it comes from an alternative standpoint i there's everything you could possibly want on this album um it's by far my most listened to i think it said on spotify i listened to them like 44 hours this year or something yeah like that. um and it was all i mean i still listen to old albums but i mean some of the stuff they cranked out on this new album was fantastic um jumpsuits are really really hard rock song um levitates pretty much a straight rap um my blood's the big radio hit. I feel like that everybody knows and it's kind of poppy, um, but they just transition so many times um, and their sounds always so different. Um, and then they go into something like neon gravestones, which was talking about um, 
how people are glorifying suicide and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So they have like a really, really, uh, they always write meaningful lyrics. They always have a good sound. They always do something different. It's always transitions perfectly. So if you've never heard of them or, um, I mean, I'm sure most at this point have heard of them. If you've never taken the time to really listen to them, I could not recommend them more if you like alternative music. Um, I mean, they're honestly one of the, you know, top five alternative bands, in my opinion, running right now. Um, absolutely fantastic. So that is my vote for my own personal favorite album this year. Um, but let's then go into some of what we would deem the best albums of 2018. And I would still add Trench to that for my own personal in the alternative world. But let's let you do um, another one on top of what you've already mentioned. Yeah, I'd say the next one I'd mention, which might come as a surprise to some people, is J. Cole's album this year. KOD. Um, I don't know if it felt just more personal or just more descriptive, but there's so many songs in this album that just, it's like, because I think 2014 Forest Hills Drive is probably the album everyone's going to associate with him. That's his most popular. It's kind of, you know, the one that's got the most success, probably the whole, he went, you know, this, whatever on, he went double platinum with no features meme kind of thing happening. And, I think that there's just so many good moments on this album that I just go back to constantly. Like the verse on brackets, the last one talking about it's bullshit that he can't decide who he wants to pay his taxes to and how the government decides what he, you know, what they're going to do with his money and shit like Kevin's heart, which is like the most direct and obvious diss of Kevin Hart for being a fucking idiot and cheating on his fiance and, just being a vulnerable man to ATM, which a lot of people have heard. That's fantastic. KOD is dark. Then you get stuff where it's like the kill Edward thing where unless I'm wrong, pretty sure it's just Jake Cole with a, like a voice effect on his voice. And it's just this just super unique album. And of course, then you get to 1985, which is the song talking shit about Lil Pump and every little irrelevant ass rapper that's going to be garbage if they don't do this correctly this whole rap career thing correctly when you're being an idiot spending money drinking lean and being a fucking moron so i just i don't know i'm glad that there's so much good music this year in terms of hip-hop so many albums and i'm glad that this to me was what i think everyone thought of damn by kendrick lamar where they think it's a fantastic album. There's some great success to it, but it's not going to be his best. It'll be like his second or third best. I'd say this is J. Cole's second best album, if not the best album he's ever made. And I'm just happy, man. It's, I'm just pleased to have like proof that he could do it, in my opinion. And it, you know, kind of segue, segueing even more, I guess, would be if I had someone to say who's the MVP of 2018, it'd be J. Cole, without a question features and everything he's done i think it's just been he hasn't struck out he's just had hit after hit after hit after hit yeah. so no I, yeah and I, that's always something i hear jay cole jay cole's one of those that i've never personally gotten on board with i don't and i don't even to be honest with you i don't even really know why yeah i like a lot of the times when i listen to his stuff i do like it it's just like a lot of his hits i like mm-hmm. just have never taken the time to go deep into albums um so yeah that's good to hear too i I mean it sounds like hip-hop and rap i feel like is just at you know it's at its peak right now at one of the highest it's been in you know a decade or so where i feel like it kind of it almost seems cyclical you know with hip-hop and rap because you're always looking for you know you flush out the new names and then the you know the new people take over after the the guys kind of run their course and have a couple you know a three four album stint and then they kind of you know go into the back back seats and the other guys kind of take take the front you know the front wheel and start to drive the car so i think we're seeing that where we have all those heavy hitters that have kind of taken over and you know you all the names you've mentioned i feel like those are the guys that are kind of starting to you know take the crown away from the guys that have had it for you know slowly transitioning yeah to say the least yeah absolutely so let's go into um one of my i think best albums for the year and that would be um you've heard me talk about them quite a bit but uh, Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats came out with Tearing at the Seams. And, um, I mean, really nice, you know, alternative band that I really like. 
Um, the way I describe their sound is think of, you know, a 1980s or 90s John Hughes movie um, where it's something that Macaulay Culkin would play yeah. when he's dancing around the house by himself. Or it's kind of like, it's like parlor music, if that makes sense. Like kind of like this like, like lobby music. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like kind of folky. It's, and I'm not even willing to say like country. It's more like folky, like rock. That yeah. Sense. You know, it kind of has more of an uptone element, I guess uh, you'd say. But yeah, they, they're great. I mean, they all play, it's big band music where they're all playing just a great Southern rock sound um, that they have. And they've had two albums now. You'll remember them if you're not familiar with who I'm even saying. Uh, they sing Son of a Bitch, or he just screams Son of a Bitch a ton. But um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, that's from his first album. But that album too is just brilliant. But uh, Tearing at the Seams came out in 2018. Um, the song You Worry Me, uh, it's track 10. I mean, I think that made it into my top 100 plays for the year. Um, I probably played that song. I a good healthy amount. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it was the four song listed. So I mean, you can read that as you, as you will. But I mean, like that's you know one of my favorite by by far one of my favorite listens for songs itself. But mm-hmm. the, the album is deep. There's a lot to be happy about if you and if you like that kind of music too. If you like that southern rock kind of twang, um, that's a really really good album that I think is really um, underrated and I think deserves to be up in the hierarchy of really really good um albums for the, yeah. for the year so that would definitely be one of my votes for sure yeah right. you got another one you want to go or um we, yeah we let's can, we can also do disappointing albums too we could do that yeah you can go ahead with i don't know actually yeah let me do one more that i really like yeah do it because i got and it's Oh man, it's kind of a toss up. I'm not really sure. I think I know what it is, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I, okay, I do. And it's the GID album. Okay, yeah. DiCaprio 2. Um, I really, really am not sure. I keep thinking I want to say the 21 Savage album, but I'm going to stick with this one. But either way, um, I just. The fact that he didn't do a sophomore slump for one. And two, it really seems like he did that well with picking his features and the sounds he wants to do that his name is becoming more and more popular now is perfect to me. Like, perfect. Because in my opinion, this could be a hot take or not, but... Oh, excuse me. Um, I think he can reach that level of Kendrick Lamar in terms of potential conceptually and putting together a really good album because... I feel like the sounds are perfect. His bars are great, but the thought and like the way of like going like a good kid, mad city is just not there yet. But I'd say like this album, it's like an eight and a half or a nine. Yeah. The first two I rated a 10, but like this album was so good. The song with Jake Cole is crazy. 151 rum is crazy. The song with ASAP Ferg is ridiculous. Like there's, there's parts in each song where he'll have, a guest on, he'll come back onto the beat, and it's like this guy's gonna fucking kill everyone. Like he just doesn't stop, and it just keeps going and going and going. And his voice is just so unique and just weird. It makes everything so much more interesting. So I definitely would say that album is worth mentioning for sure. And if we're gonna say an honorable mention of like just two quick ones, I'd say I'd have the Twenty One Savage album at four, and at five I'd probably have the. Currency and Freddie Gibbs album Fetty, which no one's gonna know, but if you want to know, just type in Fetty, F E T T I. That's it. If that's all, just leave it at that. But that be that would be my top five of the year. Okay. If it was limited to that. Yeah. No, I I I, I listen to that J I D album and I freaking. He's crazy. Very impressed. He's fucking so, crazy. Yeah. Um, based on your say so too, so it was a solid recommendation. Um. That actually leads me to my two, what I feel like are the best alternative albums yeah. of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and both both are bands I've talked about in the past uh, on this podcast. The first being uh, Two Feet. Um, he came out, let me see, let me pull it up here so I'm not spewing out nonsense. Um, yeah, so 2018, this year he came out with a 20-something fuck. Um, eight songs. What a name. He's yeah. I had to double check that. I was thinking you actually said that. I was like, oh well, that's yeah. actually the name. I'm telling you right now. Go through all eight of these songs. They are all 
worthy of radio play. They are all great. This a beat enough and all that. Freaking talented. Like, oh, I've listened to. uh, I feel like I'm drowning. Obviously, that's how I was introduced to him. But I mean, he's got you know older songs off his like original EP in 2016, like "Go Fuck Yourself," which is like a fantastic song as well. But not a radio song. Back of my mind, um, you say they're all good. All good songs. So that is in my top two for best. I am praying to God that he is on one of the festivals I want to go to this year um, because he is so freaking talented. But um, my album of the year when it comes to uh, alternative music is definitely AJR's uh, The Click. I mean, this. so this band's been around for a really, really long time. Um, They've been around, I think, since 2013, maybe even earlier than that. Um, but they came out with the click and it, I mean, they've been popular before. They've been kind of middle, mm-hmm. kind of middle of the pack, know. kind of, yeah. if you know, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. A couple songs here and there that people really like that, you know, every band has their diehard, mm-hmm. but these guys have just been kind of toiling in the, the alternative scene for a really long time. Um, and then they put this album out and I don't know what it was about it, but they, it was one of those, you know, couple albums in, I feel like kind of similar to like what Portugal the man did mm-hmm. Where Portugal the man had been around for a really long time. And then they put out their album last year that just, I mean, feel it still just made them absolutely gigantic. explode. And now they're like, yeah. you know, a top alternative band out mm-hmm. there uh, where they can just do no wrong. AJR. I feel like this was that album for them. Um, I mean, this album it's so, and they just released the deluxe. The original, I think is only 13. Yeah. So, they released uh, four extra songs on the deluxe, but God, is this album good? Uh, it, it's, the, I mean, granted, it is kind of cheating because the deluxe edition is 2018, 2017, but it was late 2017, so you know. Yeah, kind of a, a little bit of a reach, but, but yeah. The deluxe, I feel like that it really kind of gained popularity midway through 2018, anyway, so I don't feel like I'm really cheating that much. Yeah, but um, yeah, highly recommend. And uh, to be honest, could not recommend more because, like I said, this this. From front to back, one to seventeen, um, week sober up, drama turning out. I mean, I can list you know 14, multiples fourteen yeah. songs off this album that people should listen to if they're into alternative music. Burn the house down is getting radio play now. That that was I I don't even think it was a single off this. So, I mean, it's just it's pretty it's pretty incredible what they have done from being a middling band. Where I mean, I'm looking at their 2013 album Living Room, and I think I know one song off of it. Which is, I mean, just kind of saying something. And now going back, you know, I've I've listened to them since, so I I feel like I know a little bit more about their older stuff. But it's kind of crazy. I mean, they're even doing stuff. They did a song with Lil Yachty. So I mean, like, yeah, they're getting more notoriety. Yeah, definitely. To say the least. So I mean, that definitely it's you know leaps and bounds from where they were a year ago. Um, I think they'd be the first one to tell you that. I follow them on Twitter, and they just seem like the most appreciative group ever to have all of this newfound success. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, that they've kind of just blown up like this, but yeah, I mean, week has been around, I feel like for a long time and that's up to 367 mm-hmm. million, but everything else, I mean, like, you know, sober up off this album, that's at 91. So, I mean, just goes to show they really didn't have another radio hit outside of, you know, what they had on the click. So it's kind of, kind of crazy. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I definitely deem that as my number one album of the year with a bullet. There you go. So you're going through your Spotify wrapped. Let me, do the same and pull it up but while we're doing that um why don't we give our most disappointing album once here too, while we're hmm. in the barrel if you need, if you need some time to think about it but. let's see here most disappointed yeah you know you can go first go i have first. an idea but you can go first let me pull it up because i brought it up we actually discussed it in length because it came out uh, semi-recently over the last what was it month or two yeah um, something like that um, Imagine Dragons um, random release of Origins for 2018 and that's I mean by far you know this this year probably one of the, one of the albums I was most looking forward to um, they have what counting down so looking at the full listing it, first of all it was 15 songs so I knew that was going to be a mistake yeah. for them especially being only a year removed from coming out with a really successful successful other album called Evolve which I really liked 
So you look at that. They came out with a radio single, Natural, which is by far the most played song on the, on the album. And to be honest with you, one of the only couple songs that I actually like off the... Um, they also came out with um, another one for the Wreck-It Ralph new movie called Zero, which I did, was not super fond of. Yeah, of course. Then going through this album, it just, I mean, it feels so rushed. Um, the songs, I just don't feel like mesh together and coordinate well. Um, I feel like there's just the transition. It just feels pasted together and it feels like the studio totally. Super like, rushed. We want you to. Be like, hey, capitalize while you're yeah. you guys are, you know making all this money. Dan Reynolds just came out with the documentary about um, all the LGBTQ stuff um, mm-hmm. as a Mormon. Um, they put that out on HBO. So I feel like they were trying to capitalize off of like all of the notoriety that they've recently gotten as a huge alternative band. And I just feel like this one kind of fell flat. I mean, and Imagine Dragons really can do whatever they want at this point too. I mean, like you're looking at um, all the pop, all the plays, all the radio plays off this album. I mean, like look at this compared to like two feet um, and even just how Spotify ranks it on the like, you know, the like meter on the side of how how well you know respected yeah. accepted it was by the audience. I mean, this is you know, I think it's like a ten bar system on the side where it shows you know how well liked it is by the general public. I mean, everything on here is at least a six or a seven when it comes to it. And I mean, smaller, lower alternative bands, even their most popular song would be at like a five. Yeah. So I mean, like these guys are all. I mean, it's just. They can crank out crap at this point, which I won't blame them for doing. It's taking advantage. They're going to be making so much money. But um, I was really disappointed by this and the fact that they would take only a year out and crank something out like this where it only had about two two songs that I liked off of it. When it, you know, past albums, I think it's been front to back listens for me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that by far is my, you know, most disappointing. And yeah. It is, uh, it is by far For sure. So, yeah. And I think mine, I wouldn't say I'm like a huge fan of them, but my most disappointing would easily no question be the culture Two album by Migos. And let me tell you when I truly say I haven't touched anything since it came out, I waited all, I remember this vividly. This is in January, maybe February. I waited all day for this, you know, thinking like you see the rumored track list, you see all these names, all these songs, you know, like, Holy shit. There's so many big names in this. They're huge now. They're like radio pop rap status. Like they're the guys. When you make a song like Bad and Bougie, you have all the power in the world to do whatever you want. And they did. And they rushed it. And it sucks. Like really fucking bad. Like bad. Because I think Culture One, I go back and listen to that album as much as I can with like without trying to think about it because that album is fucking incredible. I can listen to Bad and Bougie to this day and we'll never get tired of that song ever. That song is a fucking hit for life. This album, you have Walk It, Talk It with them with them and Drake, which I just think is just, it was catchy. And then after it was annoying, it was really annoying and really fucking annoying. So there's that. Stir Fry, that just, they tried making it a single and you can tell because it, it, oh man, it's not, it's not great in my opinion. Motorsport's a great song, but like outside of that, like there's maybe three songs in this album I like. Travis Scott feature sucks. Big Sean feature sucks. Gucci Mane feature sucks. Obviously, Twenty One Savage features fucking lit. Obviously, but outside of that, that it's like it. Who the hell is gonna listen to an album that's an hour and fifty nine minutes, man? Two fucking hours. You're gonna sit down and listen to a two hour album. Of the same context, same context for 24 songs, maybe less because I have some repeats in here. Are you kidding me? No one's got time for that. That's why the album that's my favorite album of the year is 22 minutes. It's not because I have a short-term memory. It's just that I don't want to hear bullshit. And there's a lot of bullshit in this album. It's just not, it's not good, man. It's not good. And very disappointing to say the least. Well, that does it for our year end wrap so why don't we jump into give you guys a better idea before we jump into the new year of who we truly are between you know, spotify does all the work for us where they they I, wrap up i know you listen to more i'm apple way music. more apple music i only the only time this is my disclaimer the only time i'm listening to spotify is one i'm playing xbox and i want to be able to hear music and my game volume at the same time 
and I have a headset on, so it's like I don't want to have t- I'm like an audio nut, so I don't want to have speakers going, and then it's something in my headset drives me insane. So that, and then maybe when I'm at somewhere else where it's more convenient to use Spotify, that's it. If I'm in my car, my daily driver of music is always going to be Apple Music. It's more convenient for me. I have an iPhone. It's just so much more simple. I w- the interface in Spotify is fantastic, and the playlists are fantastic, but the amount of music I have, my iTunes library, I can't. I have a hundred and I have a hundred and thirty eight gigs of music on my iTunes, so I can't like I can't just switch. That's not a thing. It would take me years to transfer everything over. So, well, your lack of wanting to do Spotify kind of takes away from our wonderful idea to take our top songs and give us. A music I think song. most of them are still pretty equivalent. Like my top artists make sense. Okay. So, so why don't we go through that? You go first. Give us your top artists and your top songs. For the so my top artists, um, this is kind of funny. It goes Travis Scott one, Quavo two, Huncho Jack is Travis Scott and Quavo, so that's three, <laughs> and then it's Playboy Cardi and Logic. And I think the only legitimacy to that list would be Travis Scott and Huncho Jack because I listened to that Huncho Jack album that came out last year a lot still. And then Travis Scott, obviously, I mean, it's a lot of reasons why you play him a lot, in my opinion. But outside of that, this goes back, this kind of ties into my top songs. The two top songs I have are songs I will fully admit to the world that I play these songs and I'm playing FIFA on repeat and I just rage. And that's my way of winning. That's like my guaranteed formula. So yes, big time. It's pretty brutal. It's not, it's not good. But my top song of the year was Iconic by Logic, which if you haven't heard already is probably his best verse ever the second verse second half of the song very good song and then black and chinese by travis scott and quavo which because it's like the greatest hype up song of all time so there you go simple as that yeah it's not if i were to do oh well, yeah i do not as high i mean i'm surprised it wasn't higher because it's spotify if you looked at my like if there is a way that Apple Music finally tracked all this stuff, which I really hope they pick up on, because I feel like people are kind of getting annoyed at their soft, like their interface. I mean, this is just such a brilliant idea. But, but I completely agree. But um, if you could like do a count of how many times I listen to a song, Sicko Mode is not in like my top ten or like top twenty. It's not even close. There's so many other songs I like more than Sicko Mode this year. Not saying it's bad. You just, just... Spotify. yeah, it was kind of an odd time. Yeah. No, 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 it came out. It was like the night of the album. Yeah. And like, so early on, it was more or less like I just played the shit out of it. But I, because, okay, at that point, I was just playing the album. Like, every, when the album came out, I played it legitimately like every fucking day, like four times a day. No, like, no BS or anything. Like, I legitimately did. And it's still, I could do it again. It's not hard. So, yeah, that's probably, that's me wrapped up. And I, I did the same thing as we go over to my, 2018 rap for top artists. So, as I said before, my favorite band is Twin Pilots, and they're definitely my number one. Uh, not super <laughs> surprising. No, huh? 44 hours this year, so there you go. Over <laughs> almost two days worth of Twin Pilots. Yeah, I have, I think, 22 on Travis Scott for mine. Um, and then, then it kind of goes, which kind of, to be honest with you, kind of surprised me how much rap I actually have on here. Um, it's popular, man. I'm telling I, you. I listen to so much alternative music, though. Which I, like, I know, but I'm saying like it's like I factor this in too. When I went through like my like top 100 songs playlist on Spotify, yeah, yeah. there's songs I never have played, and I know I haven't because people will take my phone See, and play shit off my phone. I, mean, I do have some stuff from. I mean, because obviously, telling you is my account. Yeah. My girlfriend. So I mean, like you look at that kind of stuff, and I mean, I have a Paramore song in here, which I like Paramore. Yeah. It's, it's nice for I what? Have, God's plan. Yeah, there's stuff in here that I mean, like I do, and don't get me wrong, I like Drake. Yeah, of course, everyone looks, everyone likes Drake. Yeah, so top artist, I have 21 Pilots, Post Malone. I talk about him all the time, but Bryce Vine is like freaking one of my favorite human beings on this earth. Okay, all right, that makes yeah, sense. Don't at me, y'all can fuck off. <laughs> Jesus, man. I've seen him twice now. Get on that. He is like. He's he's blowing up too now. He's on like NBA commercials and shit. Jesus. Yeah. It's getting out of hand. Fine line, February 22nd. I'll see y'all down there. Damn. There you go. There, Jesus. Brian's going to get trashed and go to this concert. My God. The next day off. So, uh, 
Oh, uh, Jesus. Yeah, you'll see me at the ASAP Rocky concert on the 8th, getting absolutely ridiculously drunk and screaming profound words. But no, for real, if you have not taken the time to listen to Bryce Vine and you kind of like like the party, I you wouldn't deem it like almost kind of frat rap-ish. Like, I am kind of a douche that way. So. Oh, God. Yeah. Frat rap. Oh, that. man. Yeah. With the hint of, I mean, he, he's saying Drew Barrymore for all of you that don't know. It's like, Jesus. It's so, yeah. Um, if you like that kind of stuff. If you do. Guilty pleasure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was on my top artist, so definitely very proud of that. That's all right. <laughs> um, then go back into the alternative realm with Foster the People, who is honestly one of my favorite bands. I saw them twice in two weeks this year. Jesus uh, Christ. Someone get a restraining order on this guy. Mark Foster have my children. My God. <laughs> Jesus. Sell uh, yourself. But yeah, they they were honestly so great live. Um, and I will say, though, the thing that disappointed me, granted, it was within like two weeks, but I was looking at their set list throughout the, you know, throughout their whole tour. Yeah. And they were kind of deviating songs, you know, here and there. They're put, you know, maybe switch out like two or three, like a typical band does. Same exact set both times. Fucking bastards. The fucking Sacred Hearts Club album that they just came out with. Literally called SHC. Best one, one bunch of assholes. I know, I Ass hats. Yeah, I wrote a strongly worded letter to Mark Foster. Shit bags. There we go. That's good. And then to close it out. God, fucking white people love Drake. It's just a fact. It's such a sad reality, but it's God, a fact. He's so good, dude. He's he's a. I fuck. I will talk about this in depth every time. He drives me fucking nuts, and I can't stand him. Like legitimately pisses me off. So I have these bullshit ass radio songs, and then I'll drop a song like views off the song views or off his most recent album he'll do non-stop and it's like fuck dude, this is so good and then you go down the rest of the album it's like your albums are so shit like, you're such a waste of time yeah. you had such a great album going yeah. and then it just it just drops downhill i just yeah. can't stand it and i dude that video makes me want to fucking run into a cement wall who gives a shit i don't give a fuck have you seen all those just gracious people on youtube handing out money to the homeless people in big air quotes yeah bullshit i've had this problem this fucking video there's this long and it's coming out again that shit drove me nuts oh man it's brutal brutal fucking brutal all right so that goes out my top artist top songs kind of go like you said obviously it's going to go hand in hand yeah so um three of them are off the new trench album for 21 pilots it's nico and the niners Chlorine in my blood. God's plan. <laughs> God's plan is on there, which to Jesus you, kind of surprises me. Dude, I'm not surprised, dude. I, I dude, I, I would go through, I would do a racial bullshit, like offensive poll and ask how many of you white people have God's plan or nice for what in your top songs. I would bet you 83 percent of every I, person has nice for what or God's plan in their I top songs. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying everyone played that song. I well, guarantee it. That fine. that song has to be. I'm with you on the God's plan. Oh, dude. Oh, god. Well, plus the whole ninja fucking ninja and God's plan. Fuck off. That shit drives me nuts. Let's well, another podcast. I'll just go on a rant about how much I hate that fucking pink-haired piece of shit. <laughs> god damn it. Fuck. All right, we're going off the rails. I need to stop. This is bad. Oh god. I knew this would happen. That's why we're, we needed to do this. This is fucking triggered. 100%. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into the actual full list now of top songs. Give you guys an even better idea because just so you know, I don't constantly listen to Drake and 21 Pilots on a regular basis. Good God. <laughs> so let's go down the list. I don't know. I mean, we're not going to list off all 100 because we'll fucking be here all night. But let's list off some, you know, some favorites that, you know, you might have omitted, like just thinking about it that you really liked. Yes. Well, you know, I'm not going to go through my Spotify one because I made my own with like my own thought process of 2018 because the songs are on here. There's a lot. Oh, God. No, Jesus. You called me Kellen. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, no, there's a lot of songs on here that aren't from this year. And I just want to give the number one mention in the world to the best song of the year, which I'm confident in saying is the best song of the year. The best song of the year is, and I quote, here you heard it here first, it is Carousel by Travis Scott. It is mind-blowing. I don't know if there's I don't know if there's a extra bonus point for seeing it live and being from where I'm sitting to that 
like door of how close I was to him screaming that in my ears live. I like there's just nothing that'll beat that song this year for me. Maybe, maybe I'll include um Santeria by Pusha T. But oh man, it's just it's so good. It's so fucking good. Plus Frank Ocean's in it, and you know, I think Frank Ocean's like the closest thing to Jesus Christ himself. So yeah, that's probably He's a very talented Let's man. It for a living being, he's probably the closest thing that exists to like what Prince was. Before pretty much. Prince is pretty fucking mysterious. Very. And but Frank pops Frank in and pops out and does whatever he wants. So. He's a god. Yeah. Simple as that. Um, having said that, so was the Travis Scott concert? Everything I thought and more. No. Okay. Talking. To <laughs> Was that your favorite concert? Oh, what let's see. What did I? Yeah, it definitely is my favorite I went to this year. Outside of that, maybe Flatbush Zombies. Because okay. I have a. Uh, what's the one that's in St. Paul? Uh, yeah, Palace. That place is amazing, by the way. Incredible. Never been there before until this year, but incredible. Um, yes, I definitely would say it was Travis Scott. It's for sure a person that outside of maybe Kendrick Lamar, which I could have saw last year when they both were together. I just, I think he was probably number one on my bucket list. I mean, I've already seen Kanye West. So I was off that. I've seen other people I want to see. And he was definitely number one. His stage presence, presence is something I've never seen. Like watching his live videos of like other festivals is terrifying because they'll come out to stargazing and just scream whatever the town is. And I'll say, make some motherfucking noise. And then it's just like flames and fucking shadows and vapes and shit everywhere. And it's him just losing his mind. And I love seeing that shit. Absolutely insane. And not to mention he was on stage for an hour and 40 minutes and still had, and still had two other guys before him. That's insane. And his set list played songs from Al Farrell, his first mixtape, which came out in like 2012 or 2011, probably 2012. 2013, I want to say. And then he played the best mix save of all time. He played songs from that, like Days Before Rodeo he played. Played Mama Cita, my favorite song, probably of all time by him. And it was just a fucking rager the whole time. It just didn't stop. Like, it was nonstop. And it was everything I expected and more. And the whole two-stage idea, brilliant. Had no idea how it was going to work. Fucking, what do you call it? The roller coaster down the middle of it, seeing Isaiah Washington there. It's like the most, it's the most random what the fuck thing of all time, and it's the greatest thing of all time. It was fantastic. Oh, dude, that incredible, unreal. And I would highly like if you like. I'm 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 guessing with you, at whatever festival you go to, he'll be the headliner. I strongly suggest to legitimately just do just do like five minutes. That's all it is. If you don't like it in five minutes, you're not gonna like the whole thing at all. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that if you Oh yeah, completely. Yeah, it's that's the reason why they got booked. I, I'm not a huge. I don't get his music. I'm mm-hmm. the first to admit that. No. I would. I mean, if I'm paying for a festival ticket, I'm in it. Everyone says he puts on a great show. And it's crazy. Everyone seems to like his music. So yeah. I'm not, you know, stupid enough to miss that. I would yeah. see it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say my favorite shows of this year. I've talked about in depth how crazy the 21 Pilot show was, and I'm biased because they're my favorite band. But uh, the other show that really kind of hit me. By surprise, and I won't talk about festivals because I mean that's you know there's too much going on there, and I, yeah, you can talk about sets that you saw, but it's not as good as when you see them by themselves. The standalone concert that I saw that actually really impressed me was, or I should say, how much I enjoyed it was how much I enjoyed seeing Smashing Pumpkins at the X. Oh, that's cool. They were first of all they played for three hours. What? Which was crazy. Jesus. They were the only, like pretty much the only band there. It was so good. Like just out wow, for three, hours. three hours. Billy Corgan loves to hear himself talk. Clearly, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Jesus. But I mean, it was their it was their anniversary show, so I mean. Okay, well then that makes more sense then. They kind of that's uh, they drag it out because all their hits, everything you want yeah. to hear. Um, it was really really good. Damn. And, I mean, they can still. I mean, it was the first time in a long time that the whole band came back together outside of uh, their bassist Darcy. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was there. Um, it, it is kind of a. In a mission not having her there though she was a big part of like writing a lot of the original content and she actually claimed i don't know if you ever read anything about that rolling stone interview she did like about i didn't how she threw him under the bus she because she said like billy corgan's like this 
fucking psychopath. Just prick, yeah. Uh, that, which everyone has kind, kind of, of already knew. With. But she claims she wrote like pretty much all the music, and there is a noticeable difference when she's gone that the music changed. So, I mean, I don't know. She has kind of a case, but all I all I know is that band, when they were hitting and sticking, good God, were they good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they still still sounded just as good as, you know, the day they were coming up. So I was really impressed by that show, too. But, well, there yeah. you go. Sifting through all of my top songs for 2018 now, though. Uh, first one listed, I had Jumpsuit by 21 Pilots. Uh, Post Malone's making an appearance on here. More Bryce Vine. Um Oh, here's a song that I played quite a bit that's interesting. So I had a Kid Cudi song on there that I found. It's from... Oh, the Rampage, the Rampage song? song? Yeah, yeah it's a good song. It's sampled by... Uh, it, it's sampled from the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, he uses that over the chorus. It's actually a pretty sick song. So if you like Kid Cudi, he has, I feel like he's kind of... I don't even know. He did the Kids He Goes with Kanye. Which is an amazing album. It is good. Fantastic album. Um, Samples a Christmas song on Fourth Dimension, which yeah. is still, to my mind, insane. Yeah, and that was this year too, actually. Yeah, it was. I, you know, I Part of those that Wyoming album. albums, man. They're so good. I have that album saved. I should have brought that. Up. There you go. But, um, yeah, but this this song, outside of the Kids He Ghost stuff, I hadn't. You know, Passion Pain and Demon Slaying. There were songs off that album that I liked. It was okay. The album before that is something that's not worth being mentioned. Yeah. And Speed and Bullet to Heaven might have been the worst pile of shit that's ever been dropped ever. Um, I hated that album so much. It was garbage. Yeah, Satellite Flights D's, Indie Cuts D's. So I mean, like, Indie Cuts great. Yeah, I think it's really good. I think it's probably his, it might be his second best album ever. I read it. Yeah, yeah. Hot, ta- hot take alert. Yeah, it, not scared. Man on the Moon. I mean, I listen to that shit. I like everybody else on a daily basis, pretty much. Um, but yeah. Cuddy, I haven't listened to like straight Cuddy albums in a very long time, so it's kind of cool to have a song that he did that I really liked. So um, I'd check that out if I were you. And then um, let's see other stuff. Oh, Mac Miller appearance with Weekend. I play that song. That's a that's a jam. from last year. Yeah, yeah. very good song. Well, that's a jam. Um, I mean, everybody fucking played Childish Gambinos. This is America. Video is better than the song, but yeah, that. regardless. Regardless, it's one of those things where it, it just it just hits aided, it. Aided by the video oh, song. completely. I, there used to be so many songs like that. And I feel like music videos, like they are still a thing. rarely. Well, one, you rarely you get the song like released the minute the video is released. Rarely that happens because more often than not, it comes out and you have to wait like a month or two. Yeah, but I like the way that he did it with this. It made the song so much better. Well, it's funny too because the first time I listened to it, uh, I was actually like, I got it an alert in my bed when I woke up and mm-hmm. I saw that he had new music so I flipped it on right away because I'm like oh Gambino that's some shit like okay so I flipped it on listened to it I'm like eh, without watching the video and I was like eh, this is okay like what is this and then like you watch the video and you're like mind blown fucking freaky out on Twitter that was like a was. that was like a legit like month or two of yeah. that being spread across all so bits of social media Twitter, and I was like why are people freaking out I'm like this song is just okay like I don't really understand and then People were saying, like, the video's nuts. I was like, oh, okay, I haven't watched the video yet. I should watch the video. So I threw the video on it. I was like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. Talk about a what? talk about a statement and a half. Holy yeah. shit. So good. <clears throat> yeah. I, oh, God. I'll still throw that on every now and again just to fucking watch. Because it, like, it still gives me goosebumps how good that shit is. So, yeah, that was a pretty big song in 2018, I'd say. Um, so that made it. Um, another band that. I don't even know if I've really brought them up on here, but I have a band by the name of Lord Huron on here. Good band. That's pretty good. Good band. Yep. Um, I have a couple songs by them. Um, for those of you that murked through the cruddiness of 13 Reasons Why, that they, I feel like they got super popular from that because the song that night we met is the song that uh, the two main characters dance to at the prom. Um, so that's that. So, oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense now. Yeah. So, I feel like they—they're a good band and they deserve to be better than they are. And yeah, I feel like that's what's. Have they released anything since that album? Um, yeah. So they did. Strange Trails, I definitely know of. Um, that album came out a long time ago. I remember that because there's other shows that I saw that on. Swear on my life, they just put out a new album, but I could be making it up. Hold on. Yeah, they, yeah, they did one this year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And it was, it was good. Um, the thing with that one, there was a definitive difference in Strange Trails of like from song to song. 
you know, the different tempos, different mm-hmm. speeds, because they do have a very similar sound. And I will say the singer's voice is kind of monotone when it comes to the point of like, it has to have a good enough sound yeah, to carry it. Like, and it has to have tempo changes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause what the biggest thing for me is when I, I was listening to them, like just in the gym or like listening to them, like just out and about, like in the car. And I just put it down and just hit play. You can't tell the difference of like, did that song just end? Yeah, kind of follows the same trails. I'm like, what song am I listening yeah. to right now? So that's the problem with their new album that I felt like Strange Trails did a really good job on, kind of differentiating from. But um, yeah, other than that, though, I I really like the band itself. They're mm-hmm. pretty darn talented. So um, very very alternative ish, kind of folky sounding as well. It's kind of my if you haven't realized, it's kind of my kind of my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, talked about last week with Calpurnia. That's the Stranger Thing Kids band. That yeah, which got some chops. Yeah, definitely. I'm surprised. Um, Elvis Presley made an appearance on mine. Yeah, mine was in here somewhere too. I play that as well. I'm a big Elvis fan. Yeah, that's Suspicious odd. Suspicious Minds, absolute banger of a song. Well, there you go. Absolute banger of a song. I'm seeing if anything else really sticks out to me. Otherwise, oh, System of a Down. There you go. That's a good one. Old Chop Suey. Yeah. There you go. I honestly have never listened to that, and I have zero regrets saying that. Oh, man. <clears throat> I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Some would say it's unacceptable to hate Travis Scott, but you know, it might just be me. Probably is just me. But um, yeah, going. Th- I, w- I just kind of was going through my Spotify one, just kind of getting an idea. And a lot of J. Cole, um, Travis Scott for sure, my God. And then Lil Baby, of course, because he just had so many so many jams this year it's insane um yeah man just a lot of travis scott a lot of travis scott holy shit it's a lot of travis scott um oh also honorable mention uh tribe by boz in j cole it's a song that's in fifa yeah yeah, where it's like i think i made it yeah Yeah, that's song's amazing 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 so yeah that's probably i mean i don't know there's probably I've been listening to that are worth the time. Um, band by the name of Blocks, B L O X X, all capitalized. They're very good. They have a song by the name of Curtains, which is a fucking rock banger. Um, there's a band by the name of Stand Atlantic. I think we talked about them in the very first podcast ever. We did. Uh, Australian band, got some chops. They're very good. I feel like they're going to be a really big deal. Marion Hill, she's great. You'd know her from a lot of the Apple commercials. They fucking have just like trendy little sons of bitches. Savaged her fucking album. It's Probably like, no anymore. It's just her from. Like, Understandable. I hate when they do that to artists, but she is very. Uh, her whole group's very good. Uh, the neighborhood. Uh, rap alternative rap group. Alternative great group. I had a good mixtape way long time ago. It was like a bunch of rap. Very, very I was a fan. Band. Um, and then to close out the revivalist, which I've talked about. They're great. All J, also great. Trampled by Turtles, local band here in Minnesota. Yep, out of Duluth. Definitely. Bluegrass folk band that uh, fucking clips. They're really, they're really, really good. Um, and yeah, that pretty. I mean, that kind of closes out my my 2018. You're all wrapped up. I'm all wrapped up. That all wrapped up for me. There you go. I don't know. We're down to the final two minutes of the pod. What do we want to talk about? Do we have anything, or should we just <sighs> cast people off into the new year? I think we should. Cast people off. Cast people off. Yeah, because, you know, I think we can talk about certain songs and certain things like that that we want, but I think we should blindly throw in suggestions into the Songs You Should Know playlist. And we're going to surprise you guys this week. We're not gonna I'm not even going to tell you. Yeah, we're not going to go into any suggestions. It's going to be some stuff from the year that we think is worth your time. And I, I promise. No podcast. I promise that uh, I won't put too much Travis Scott in there. I'll mix it up. All right. Thanks, again. Thanks, guys, for listening throughout the end of this year. We really appreciate all the support. We will be back refreshed and ready to go at the beginning of this next year. We'll have a pod hopefully once or twice next week, depending on how busy we are. Um, and like I said, thank you so much for all the support, all the listens. We really appreciate it. We're getting more and more you know, refined in how we do this, and it's becoming something we're really – excited and passionate about. So um, we will leave you guys into the new year with a message from our sponsors. So keep on listening. Keep those views going. Like, subscribe, all that jazz like we've always said before. Indeed. As I always say every episode, we promise the next episode will be better. 
and 2019 is our year, bitch.